Good morning, everyone. My name is Charlie Maverick. It is the 12th of May, 2015, and this is the Mavcast in your face, baby. Relax yourself. Let your conscience be free. You now meet the two names M-A-V. Relax yourself. Let your conscience be free. You now roll with the two names M-A-V. Relax yourself. Let your conscience free. You now roll with the two names M-A-V. Relax yourself. Yo, yo, yo. So, it is a Tuesday following Mother's Day weekend. I hope everyone, especially the mothers, had a wonderful weekend with their children and whatnot. Families got together and did whatever they had to do to celebrate motherhood. And how mothers have impact their children. This is the Mavcast Radio Show, broadcasting live on YouTube with you. Uh, if you want to be a fan of the show, please go to the blog site, themavcast.com. You can follow me on Twitter. If you have a comment or anything, please leave it on Twitter. Tweet me at themavcast. Just like it sounds, themavcast. And I'll tweet you back. So I figure I'll get a lot of uh, comments about this show, either on Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, whatnot, about the Tom Brady suspension. So that's what we're here to talk about today. Everyone, everyone, everyone loves to hate the Patriots, just like everyone loves to hate the Lakers, Kobe Bryant. So I understand what's going on uh, in the minds of those non-Patriots or Brady fans that they're like, got him. So if you listen to my last show, it was about this same topic, but it was before the announcement came out from the NFL that they handed down the suspension for Tom Brady and the Patriots. Uh, if you haven't heard yet, uh, Tom Brady has been found uh, guilty of this um, not giving enough information or cooperating in the investigation of Deflategate and there has been no evidence to prove that he was not knowingly involved into the discussions of deflating the balls before the game. Uh, so with that, he has been suspended for four games at the beginning of the season and the Patriots have lost a first-round draft pick coming up next year, and a fourth-round draft pick coming up in 2017. Uh, also, the Patriots have been fined one mil for this. So let's talk about the Patriots first before we get to Tom Brady because that's going to be the major touch point of the discussion is uh, the Patriots. So... Uh, everything happened uh, before the Super Bowl, right after the game with the Colts and the Patriots in the AFC Championship game. Uh, the Colts player, can't remember his name, doesn't matter, he alerted the officials that the ball was somehow underinflated. Uh, this was in the second half of the game, and basically the refs look into it, 
then a journalist from Indianapolis uh, made it public that this entire speculation uh, was going on to look into it a little bit further. Uh, so the ball started rolling then, and then Patriots won the Super Bowl. Uh, we thought it was kind of over, pushed to the to the side, but uh, last week came up again full force that they were going to come with a decision very soon. They came with a decision yesterday, the Monday after Mother's Day. Totally appropriate, I guess. Uh, so basically, they handed down the toughest fine in NFL history. So it was $500,000 for Bounty Gate with the Saints back when. And this is a mill. And the major question is for Patriots fans, does the punishment fit the infraction? And I say, for the Patriots, let's start for the Patriots because we're talking about them first. No, it doesn't. It doesn't. Because if Tom Brady is totally 100% guilty in knowing about this, then that means that he had the communications between him and the ball boy. And him being a Hall of Famer, future Hall of Famer, him being a very tenured, 15-year, tenured quarterback, then that, w that communication would have, been, would have been through him and the equipment managers and not so much Belichick, which is a coach. So that, that punishment was kind of harsh, in my opinion. I don't know if they'll appeal it. They, you know, Robert Kraft came out yesterday and said, you know, well, you know, we'll take it. But the question is, does does the punishment fit the crime? Well, let's go through it. I'll try to be as quick as possible because, but there's a lot of nuances that I got to talk about, which which I want to make you understand. If you don't watch football, you should at least understand from common knowledge after this podcast that it really is not that big of a deal for the amount of punishment that they gave. So, of course, I am a Patriots fan. That's why I'm talking about this in the behalf of the Patriots, playing devil's advocate, because no one else really is. So, first thing is... It's really harsh. What should have been done? And wh why was it so harshly put down? Well, the person that made the decision was not the commissioner himself. It was the director of um, NFL relations, I believe. A uh, black guy. Uh, basically, in the report that he wrote up, it said that they basically lumped in Spygate with this, they basically look back and say, you, you know, repeated behavior. I'm like, repeated behavior? Well, like, first of all, Spygate was back in the day, and then Bill Belichick was exonerated. So you never proved, proved that that happened. Then you're going to lump it in with this? Come on. So, so the whole thing is crap, first of all, because you're not really supposed to do that. What is that repeated behavior? You didn't catch them before doing this. You didn't catch them before deflating the balls. And is it, is it that much of a common knowledge around the league 
that you cannot deflate the ball to a certain extent. We'll get we'll get to we'll get to the the point to where you feel I'm not a fanboy, a hundred percent. So I'll, I'll be a little bit more biased later on. You'll get what I'm saying. So draft picks are harsh. Maybe first draft pick of next year. That makes sense. Million dollars is a drop in the bucket for the Patriots, but I mean, geez. Twice as much as Bounty Gate, which was purposely meant to hurt people. And this was an underinflated ball, which did not hurt anyone. Did not have a major impact on the game. It was just outside of the rules. Wow. Okay. All right. I just want to make, I just want to put this into perspective for you so you can understand why this is a harsh punishment. So, what I would have done, maybe still the mill in one draft pick, but not two draft picks. Whoa. Whoa. Maybe I would have did five hundred thousand, same same amount as Bounty Gate, or seventy or seventy uh seven hundred fifty thousand. Maybe would have did that. Not a clean mill. Probably would have did that and then took a draft pick from the first round next year. That that would have been more reasonable for the team. Now let's get to Brady, because this is the big thing. This is the big thing. This is where all the nuances come in at. Brady. Brady came out and said that he didn't know anything about the balls being underinflated. Um, and he basically was not sure if he, he's, he asked, do you think you're a cheater? He was like, I don't think so. Now, either two things happen there. You're a liar, and you don't believe your lie, so you're not 100% into it. Or you honestly don't think, like, hey, I didn't really know about the rule like that. Um, you allowed us since 2007 to, you know, break the balls in, the footballs, that is, perps, break the balls in however you like for the quarterbacks to do it. So this this is the whole thing. This, this is the big thing right here, right? This is the big thing that we got to talk about, right? So this is the contradiction that I don't like by the commissioner and the NFL right here because – you can't play two sides of the field <laughs> like that. You can't. You can't do that. So here's here's a couple of contradictory rules, which I I'm like, what is this? And we're not even going to talk about this rule yet. Let me talk about some rules that don't make sense outside of these rules, so you can better understand what type of BS this is. All right. So football. You have on pads, a lot of pads. Over the majority of your body is pads, especially your upper body. You got a helmet on, which is a tech technological advancement of padding protection for your head. You grow up playing football for the sole purpose of wanting to play professional football. That means you don't mind getting hit. So... You could run full speed down the field to knock the shit out of a punt returner, but you cannot talk about their mama 
after doing it. Are you are you are you getting in trouble? <laughs> right? So they're like, that's unsportsmanlike conduct. So you can give someone a concussion and try to play it off like you didn't mean to do it. Come on, come on now, come on now, come on. Let, let's be real. You meant to hit the person. The concussion is con collateral damage. <laughs> come on. I'm just saying. If I'm running full, if my, if my job is to hit you, if my coach says, hey, you're the guy that hits people, I'm like, yes, I'm the guy that hits people. That's me. And I'm going to go knock the hell out of you as much times as I can so we can win. If you get a concussion, you should have defended yourself better for the impact. That's what I'm gonna say. That's what I'm gonna say. You know, if you sign up to go into the military and you get shot, as bad as it is, don't get pissed off at me now. If you get shot, it's part of the game. You're in a war zone. If you get shot, it's, that's messed up. But that's what you signed up for. Huh? If you make it back, awesome. Either way, you're a hero. You're a patriot. See, I'm tying together? No, I'm just kidding. Um, but another stupid rule. Helmet to helmet. You have a helmet. So before the game, you guys bang the shit out of each other's heads, like head-butting each other to hype each other up. But nowadays you can't hit people. You can't lead with the helmet. But you have the helmet for then. You anticipate getting... The shit knocked out of your head, embracing for a concussion, but you can't use it. Oh, oh, and another one. You can't celebrate. Excessive celebration is not allowed. You can blame Terrell Owens for that, but you can knock the hell out of people, but you can't celebrate. You can't be like, ooh-hoo, got a touchdown, made it, they didn't kill me. I didn't get a concussion. I scored. I'm going to dance a little while. I'm going to dance a little while. I'm stretching a little bit. You can't do that. It's dumb. It's dumb. That's it's one of the things that we, when I grow, grew up, I loved it. Celebration? Deion Sanders dancing? Do, do, do. The Dirty Bird? Come on, man. Come on. The little things that T.O. did <laughs> and the guy from New Orleans hiding the pin or whatever in the, in the uh, goalpost. That's creative. That's showmanship. They're like, nah, it messes up the integrity of the game. People don't like it. The other players don't like it. They feel it's bad sportsmanship. Well, maybe you should try harder. Anyway, let's get back to the subject hand. So, 2007 came, and the league said, hey, quarterbacks, you can break in the ball however you want. Right? However you want. Since 2007, they gave them leeway to do what they need to do to make the balls more manageable to them. Some quarterbacks have small hands, some have big hands. We heard Aaron Rodgers say he likes to overinflate. Isn't that against the rules too? If you underinflate, how is overinflating not against the rules? And he admitted to it on the radio. Why is that not against the rules too? I'm saying. But you let them do what they need to do with the ball, you know, break them in. But how, how do you not let them do the the minimum inflating before a cold weather game 
then check the second half of the game and say, ooh, your ball's underinflated. You broke the rules. How? Let me break this down to you. Let me play de I'm playing devil's advocate again, right? But it's like, yo, seriously, you inflate the ball at the minimum PSI. You don't have to be a genius to figure this out. Like I said in my last show, if you have a car that has a tire pressure gauge, then this is going to happen to you all winter long. If you inflate exactly at where it says the PSI should be, the recommended PSI, and the detector, the indicator in your car, knows where exactly where that PSI is at, and you come out of the house every morning, and it's cold outside, 50 degrees or less, would you be upset or would you be like, hey, I'm breaking the rules because my tires underinflated? Who's going to give me a ticket? What if cops gave you a ticket for knowing if your tires were uninflated? I don't understand. I don't understand. So you inflated the ball or tire the recommended PSI or the minimum recommend or the minimum league regulator. Take it out in the cold. Play for it for an hour and a half. And then you're questioning why it's underinflated at that point. It doesn't take a genius to me. To me. Because they didn't check it before the game. They checked it at the second half of the game. Which means you don't know how tire pressure works. You don't know how air in cold air works. You, you, you just don't know. And if you don't know, just admit it. You're supposed to be smart people. Just admit it. Just admit it. Tom Brady has admitted to saying, I like my footballs at the, you know, a little bit on the low side. What does that tell you? It's going to be deflated by halftime. By halftime, it's going to be deflated in cold weather. So does the four games, the four game suspension, is that is that justifiable? Hit me up on Twitter, tweet me at uh, the Mavcast. Let me know if you feel that that was justifiable. Does that meet the infraction? It doesn't make any sense. And and I talked through the whole thing last show. Let let let's say, let's say, he knew about it. Okay, let's let's say he knew about it, everything, and he lied which is bad, which is terrible. Now the question people have is, why didn't you just admit it at the time? Why, if you knew you broke the rule, stupid rule that it is, whatever, if you broke the rule, Tom, why didn't you just admit it at the time right before the Super Bowl? You think his agent is going to let him admit it right before the Super Bowl? With all the things that happened in the NFL last year with crazy punishments, you think that the team and the agent is going to let Tom Brady admit to breaking a rule right before the Super Bowl? Are you are you nuts? With the with a great possibility that that is going to result in you either being suspended for the entire Super Bowl or half of the Super Bowl? Are you nuts? 
and you're playing against the number one defense in the league, are you you going to put Jimmy Garoppolo in for either the whole Super Bowl or half the Super Bowl? Anything that was a good idea? You think that like even though this punishment is hard, don't you think that was a smart idea for them to say, "Hey, don't admit to it. We got to get this ring, man." <laughs> and then we'll take the punishment later. Whatever. No, it's a stupid rule. PEDs is not a stupid rule. That gives you a performance. That that gives you enhancement. That makes you faster, stronger. It doesn't make you catch better, but it makes you faster and stronger. And that is a competitive advantage in the game of football because it's such a high impact and speed influenced game. You get if you can get to the quarterback faster, that's going to give you a competitive advantage because you're probably going to be able to go through the offensive line and get to the quarterback to get your sack. If you can if you're faster, you can probably run down or just straight up burn the wide receivers. Or if you're a wide receiver, you just burn everybody else because you got a performance enhancer and you're faster. Now that is Against the rules, I believe. Now, here's two things I don't believe against the rules. Marijuana should not be something that gets you suspended for a season. Here's why. And I don't know if you guys have ever dabbled in college or whatever part of your life. Your parents might have been hippies or you might have been a baby boomer. That Whatever. I don't care. It doesn't matter your background. But if you haven't done marijuana... You have witnessed someone that was on marijuana, and you realize not a bit of that THC is going to help you play football better. It's going to give you. It's going to probably help you give a, a better rest than everyone else on the team, but that is not going to help you run, catch, or tackle any better. You know, it's not. So that's a dumb rule too. It's a dumb rule. They just don't want them to get hooked on drugs, which they already are. They're probably doing cocaine anyway. So it's a stupid rule, right? And this is a stupid rule. Underinflating. They tried to bust the Patriots early in the season for illegal formation, which it which no one knew that that was a legal, a legal formation. So it's not the smartest people. That work for the NFL investigation team, apparently. It's not the smartest people, I would say, to take care of some rule-breaking stuff. Maybe you should bring out, you know, some people outside of the NFL that are really good at investigating stuff and get to the bottom of it. Let's take the Ray Rice thing. They botched that. They tried to make it better. With the uh, Adrian Peterson thing, still got that wrong. You don't think they would have got this one wrong too? Guess what they did? They did get it wrong. He's going to appeal. Tom Brady's agent says he's going to appeal. We still haven't heard from Tom Brady after this announcement yet that he's been punished four games. He had interview, as we all know, before the Super Bowl, and he had... Uh, the interview with Jim Gray that I talked about on the last show that um, he still wasn't really talking about it. But the whole thing is, it's, it's, it's too drastic. So so here's, here's the thing. The reason why he got suspended is because he was not cooperating 
with the NFL, which was submitting all, which is submitting his 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 phone. They look through his phone, and they have to trust him. Uh, he has to trust them to uh, not look at anything else other than the relevant text messages. What that doesn't even make sense. If you give the police your phone to look through, they're gonna look through everything. And if they find something else, or if the the shady people these days are looking for a payday, they're gonna share it with TMZ. Come on, you don't think so? You don't really don't think so? You're so naive. Come on. So why would Tom didn't want to give him his phone? And Tom didn't go to the White House. And Tom was acting smug. Tom was acting smug. He was acting very smug when he was talking about the whole thing. He's, he's, there was a sign of arrogance. Now, Tom, you're my boy and all. But you need a better agent to tell you how to conduct yourself in that type of situation. He's never been in this type of situation before. Which is kind of like, okay, I understand. You ever been in a situation, maybe this is the result of you not being in a situation and you being so successful at this point, why how dare they question you, right? About this stupid rule. This is a very stupid rule. Think about it. They say it helps you throw the football further. I understand that from a scientific standpoint. Because if you can't get a good spiral on the ball, and the wind, and the way that the ball spirals and goes through the wind, it is designed to not go as far if it's underinflated. That means you have to throw it harder. I'm not the smartest man in the world, but come on, man. And the other one is uh, it helps you hold on to the ball better. I don't know if you watch any Patriots games, and a lot of people that are making judgments haven't watched Patriots games. Um, Stephen Ridley fumbles. LeGarrette Blunt fumbles. Tom Brady fumbled a couple of times. Drop passes. Whatever. You've seen them. If you watch the game, you've seen them. So what's the argument? Did this give a really... Did this really give a competitive advantage to, to give them give the, both the team a drastic punishment and the player a drastic punishment, does it warrant that? No. The appeal, I think, is going to drop it down to two, maybe one game, maybe two, I think, for sure. I don't know if the Patriots are going to uh, appeal this. I think they should. At least for the, you know, the draft pick for, seven, for 2017, I mean. Take my first round draft pick for next year. That's hard enough. But I mean, traditionally, it might not hurt the Patriots as much as you think, because the Patriots are known for finding players outside the draft and making them into household names. Is that going to be a penalty too? Is is that going to be a, a rule breaker too? They're going to make hey, you cannot have undrafted people on your team. Because you make them so good. Is that going to happen? Is it going to happen? How, how about this? How about this? How about this? Let's talk about more serious things that are rule breakers 
and they don't penalize for this drastically. There's holding on every single football play. Holding. You cannot tell me there is not holding on every last play that is called in football, either by the offense or by the defense. Someone holds. If they get caught, that's different. You get a flag. But with the understanding that someone is holding every play, if you don't believe that, again, you're naive. Someone is holding someone to gain a competitive advantage at some point at every play called. And you're going to tell me that that's, that shouldn't be something that's researched or you need to do something differently? I don't understand. I don't understand. How about... Um, the the pass interference. If you get pa a pass interference flag more than two times in a game, shouldn't you be punished? Is it going to get to that point? Are you going to be punished for that? Because you have a competitive advantage at that point. You're either holding you're, you're, you're basically in the pathway of the football or you're impeding the process of somebody. There is so th – this is so dumb. You, you guys don't understand how stupid this is that they're saying that this warrants this much punishment. They want to make an example. That's all they want to do. And the NFL is terrible about handing out punishments. What should have happened? What should have happened? He gets suspended for a game, and he gets fined a million dollars out of the eight million he's supposed to make this coming season. That means you lost an eighth of your income. I, I'm just saying. I mean, that's easy math for me. If you're going to make $8 million and you take away a million, you lost the eighth, <laughs> and then you and then you, you suspend them for a game. That makes sense, doesn't it? If you want to suspend somebody, do that. You find them and you the game. If you cause bodily harm to someone by putting your intentionally giving them a concussion by helmet to helmet, you get suspended for a game. If you under-inflate the ball drastic, not, not drastically, slightly, you get suspended for four games, and then the team gets fined and draft picks. Now, now, does that make any sense to you? Domestic d violence. Domestic violence is wrong. And people are saying, how is this different than domestic violence? Are you out of your freaking mind? This is drastically different from domestic violence. It's not in the same conversation. 
What are you talking about? And those are the people that don't watch football or don't know anything about football that are pissing me off, weighing in. Like the Ray Rice thing, I can understand how you weigh in for that even if you don't know football because domestic violence is not only in football. It's in every aspect of life around. You might have a neighbor that's being domestically abused. You might be domestically abused. But underinflated ball ain't hurt nobody. So you're asking how that's different? I, really, you just answered your own question. So we'll have to see what's going to happen with this, uh, with the outcome of Tom Brady coming out and um, with his remarks. I'm, I'm not sure when it's going to happen. They have to appeal by Thursday. That's the deadline. They have to say they're going to appeal by Thursday, uh, submit their appeal. <clears throat> it could be drawn out through the whole offseason. Tom Brady will be able to attend training camp, practices, all that, but he will not be able to play for, as of right now, the first four games of the season, which are pretty big games for a division. Buffalo, then you got the first game is against the Steelers. Um, which it's not the same division, but it's an important game. Then you got Dallas for week five. Uh, It's pretty important because Dallas, I'm sure, has gotten better since last year, and they were good last year, and they have a chip on their shoulder because they lost in a way that they felt that they might have should have won, right? So it's a lot of factors going here, right? It's a lot of factors. We're going to have to look at this to see what, what happens, what transpires between now and then. So expect to hear another show about this as this goes on. Uh, I really don't do sports that much, but it looks like sports scandals <laughs> is uh, is taking over the subject matter, right? Uh, it's, it's slow in tech. Sorry. Uh, we'll get <laughs> we'll get to tech. Those of you that watch the Mavcast for tech, man, we'll get to that. I'm all over the place, but. I mean, this is this is the show where I talk about what I'm passionate about, right? And you listen um, to the show as uh, supporting uh, fans, and I appreciate that. I really do. Uh, speaking of that, if you want to show your appreciation or your support, uh, you can click on that support button, uh, which shows support, which is a blue highlight button where you can donate whatever amount of money that you want to go towards um, the show, the show love. Uh, you can subscribe to the blog, which is free. You can subscribe to the show on iTunes, which is free. Tell your friends about me in the show. And follow me on Twitter at the Mavcast. And you guys, as always, been wonderful. Um... Keep the comments coming. Keep the listening going. Love it. I love it. Um, love the support. If I do, if I do not do a show for a while, people are like, "Hey, man, when are you gonna do another show?" Love that. Uh, those of you that are looking into doing podcasting, uh, there is uh, there's an easy way to get into it, man. Let's get you a mic, get you a Google Hangout, and uh, start talking. Build your YouTube page. Build your blog. Uh, make sure that you're able to send the feed to iTunes so you can have the audio version on there. 
do however you like. Start off somewhere. I didn't start off like this, but uh, start off somewhere and build from there. You, uh, you know, I'm doing this for fun. This is not my main gig, but I love talking about stuff like this. Uh, so if you guys have any ideas for the show, tweet me at the Mavcast and. I'll take into consideration. If you have any major questions about tech, and if it's important enough for me to actually do a show about it or mention it in the show, I sure will. And I'll mention your name. I sure will. Until next time, you guys stay cool. Hey, hey, and don't push a baby mama downstairs. That's domestic violence. That'll get you less than four games and two draft picks and... A million dollar fine. I'm just saying. I'm out.